Turn in your Bibles with me to Jeremiah chapter 15. Jeremiah chapter 15. This chapter, I hope, is some, has some words in it that I hope that you can relate to. Amen. I can relate to them. This is the prophet Jeremiah, troubled by his role in a wicked nation. He is troubled that he's not sure if the Lord's going to take care of him because the judgment coming is so severe. He is troubled because no one listens to him and they're all persecuting him. And so don't disrespect Jeremiah in the verses I'm about to read. And if you read the verses around these three, you'll find out that he sounds like he's whining a little bit, but his job was terrible. Right. I wish I could read the whole chapter to you, but I'm just going to read three verses. And I hope that the men here that lead their homes, the men here that understand how much the world hates us and our doctrine, will appreciate Jeremiah's role because we have one similar. I have one, a little different than yours, but you have one as well against opposition right. to the truth of God. Jeremiah 15 and verse 15. O Lord, thou knowest, remember me, and visit me, and revenge me of my persecutors. Take me not away in thy long suffering. Know that for thy sake I have suffered rebuke. Thy words were found, and I did eat them. And thy word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of mine heart. For I am called by thy name, O Lord God of hosts. I sat not in the assembly of the mockers, nor rejoiced. I sat alone because of thy hand, for thou hast filled me with indignation. Amen, amen and amen. amen. Very quickly, verse 15. Lord, you know my situation. Remember the predicament that I'm in. Visit me and revenge me of persecutors that stand against me for the stand I take because of your word. Don't take me away. Show your long suffering toward me. Know that for thy sake I have suffered rebuke. The reason I have so many enemies in Israel, Jeremiah said, is because it's for your sake and your name and your calling for my life. Verse 16, When you sent me to preach, Jeremiah said, When you sent me to preach, and you sent me your word and what you wanted me to preach, I did eat that message, and it was unto me the joy and rejoicing of my heart, because it was pure, holy doctrine. For I am called by thy name, O Lord God of hosts. I am your servant, and I am your minister, Jeremiah said, about his relationship with God, and I loved your message to the people. Though it was hard, and though it was of condemnation, and of Nebuchadnezzar coming to utterly destroy the nation, and take a small remnant captive to Babylon, it was the joy and rejoicing of my heart, the nation deserved it, and thou art holy, and you are my God. Amen. 
Verse 17, I sat not in the assembly of the mockers. Lord, when you look at me, remember that I never sat with scorners. I never sat with skeptics. I never honored them with my presence. Nor did I rejoice, nor did I enjoy the ordinary no novelties and amusement of life. But I was sober and committed and convicted by your word. I did not take it lightly what was happening in Jerusalem and to all Judah. I sat alone because of thy hand. I lost my friends. I lost my popularity. I lost my reputation, Jeremiah said, because of your hand upon me and the message that you gave me, I did not go back from it. For thou hast filled me with indignation. You have made me indignant against the sins of this nation, and I have preached that indignation because they are corrupting your house and your worship. And so in these words, we have Jeremiah standing alone in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. And guess where we live today? In the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. We live in the middle of compromising Christians and churches on every side. But we are not going to go with them. And if you were to read the verses around these three, they add to these three. They do not take away from them. This is where we want to stand. I will stand there by God's grace. I commend and thank you for standing with me on God's word. I commend and thank everyone in here who, who finds the word of God to be the joy and rejoicing of your heart, even when it is the most negative message possible. And that was all the sins of Judah and Jerusalem and what God was going to do to them by the king of the Chaldeans. May the Lord bless us to stand strong like Jeremiah did. And you know, everything turned out pretty well for Jeremiah. Nebuchadnezzar's general in charge of the siege of Jerusalem pulled Jeremiah aside and, where would you like to live? What farm do you want to take over? Where would you like to be and what blessings can we give you? The Lord took care of Jeremiah, even though at times, like here in this chapter, Jeremiah thought the Lord had deserted him. The Lord will not desert you. We're going to learn that in Isaiah 41 today. I am with thee. I will help thee. I will strengthen thee. I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. I will take thee by thy right hand. I will not desert thee. Oh, yes. The Lord is with us when we are with him. And he is not with those who set themselves against him. Amen. Let us pray again. Our Father in heaven, we thank thee, Lord of glory, through thy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, for the written record of your great prophet, Jeremiah. We thank thee for these words that are recorded so that we can look inside his heart and see his prayer and conversation with thee. And we ask this day that you would give us the same kind of conviction and the same kind of commitment that we would find thy word, even in its judgments, to be the joy and rejoicing of our hearts. Amen. And that we would remember we are called by thy name. So we owe thee every thought, every word, 
and every action that it might line up with that word. We thank thee for putting your hand upon us. And because your hand is upon us, we don't care how many friends or family, brothers or sisters, sons or daughters that we lose in this world, as long as we keep our relationship with thee. And we know that you have promised you will never leave us nor forsake us. And, O oh Lord, we commit this day, we will not leave thee nor forsake thee. And we will define that as the Bible shows it, not by our imagination or by the imagination of all the compromising Christians around us. We thank thee for this example, this holy example, and we pray that you would bless us today to fulfill your will in your worship by your word with your people as we pursue it in the next few hours. We thank thee for the forgiveness of sins and we confess our sins and our sinfulness and ask you to cleanse us from all unrighteousness and purify this congregation even further to your great glory and honor and to the pleasure and delight of your soul. Let it be said in heaven that you delight in the church of Greenville and will thank thee and praise thee, knowing that it is all by thy grace. For it's in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ we pray, asking for the power of Pentecost to assist us this day, and amen.